If you ask me, nothing stinks more than when your husband Dutch ovens you with a big, ripe, juicy one and then holds your head down under the covers. Except maybe body odor. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Lumi whole body deodorant. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control everywhere from your pits to your feet and yes, even those private parts. As a special offer, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I absolutely love Lumi. I rock it everywhere I go. I work long hours. So if I'm doing like a podcast run or if I'm out at one of my husband's shows or just overall anxiety ridden and I'm sweating, Lumi has saved me so many times, especially a toasted coconut. I feel like it masks my odor a little bit more and especially that right armpit that always smells like beef stroganoff. If you know, you know. Once again, as a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code BUNNY, B-U-N-N-I-E, at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is this thing on? All right, gentlemen, coming to main stage next, this is Bunny. Get up there. She's got a tornado of titties coming your way. Get those dollar bills ready. She's got an ass that shakes like Michael J. Fox. So get up there and throw, throw, throw them dollars. Dude, that is fucking iconic. Everybody, like, like when you sing Save Me. You said it best, and I've used your quote a thousand times. Oh, thank you. We were talking to somebody one day, and somehow, I don't know, I was like, I want my show to feel like a back road southern tent revival Mm -hmm. and bunny you said this is the closest thing to church some of these people will ever go to yeah and ever since then i was like that's what i want i want this to be a spiritual experience oh it is like i want people to that the 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 analogy i used earlier which is such a good one to use again I want it to feel like we all just had a big cry together. Mm. And I want everybody to leave like in that euphoric high of mm-hmm. letting that shit go. Yeah. And I want them to go home and crash. Yeah. Like what a fucking night. Just you know what I mean? Like dump. that's what I want, you mm. know? And that's what we're going for. I want I want it to be I want it to feel personal. Save me just hit well, like what? A billion views or something like that what yeah. was the thing with no no the whole channel okay the whole channel is that well uh, you have one, so many fucking stats i can't keep up with them they're just mind-blowing it's the whole, crazy the, the youtube channel is a, officially at one billion one hundred and sixty-seven million views it's crazy how does that make you feel i want to cry 
It's insane. It's, it's just, just mind blowing. If there's anybody in this business that deserves yeah. what you're getting, it's you. Because you know, your heart is so pure, Daddy. YouTube started for me was you know that was my starting spot. Right? Yeah, with the ten minute you know? freestyle, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. But I mean, even before that, there was nowhere to release music, so we would just put audio like. Before SoundCloud, YouTube was our SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. So, like, I would, you know, I'd just upload a song with a picture mm -hmm. on YouTube. 12 years ago, he is, I told you, Fucking dead, song dead, logs. Like, he's out of there. Um, I would, like, upload songs to YouTube. Mm -hmm. So, to watch the YouTube channel grow has been nothing short of amazing for me. Yeah, it's insane. It's been, it's been really, really fun. Not just YouTube, though, but, like... You know, Spotify, fucking charting records. You know, say what did Save Me get? Save Me got something, or it's going to get gold or something like that. It's like I on think, its way. I think, and I don't want to speak on it too soon, but I think Save Me is going to be a gold. It will, should be officially a gold record soon. Yeah, like, that'll be my first gold record. Did you ever think that? It I was heard, be? and this was a rumor because I don't know anything about this shit because I never thought I'd be getting them. I heard there's two other songs that are close to which ones. I think same asshole, mm. surprisingly. I and remember when you wrote that. You wrote that in the hospital when mm -hmm. your dad was. Yeah, I wrote it right there when dad was dying. Mm. And uh, a Fall in the Fall, I think, are really close. Mm. So it's cool. I love it because I get to share in all of these in their own intimate way. Mm -hmm. The same asshole song because of where I was at when I wrote it. The Save Me song because of the effect it's had on so many people. Mm. D-Ray being a part of the song. So we love D-Ray. Fall in the fall struggle, being able to get a plaque. Like to me, it's just if that actually happens the way it could, that's going to be like what you couldn't have scripted a better storybook for me personally. Mm -mm. There was like, how would you want your first three gold records to be? I mean, I would like, I would have wrote that down 10 years ago. Like there was something like this. That'd be great. You know, so did you ever so imagine cool. this when you first started rapping and to do it with no big features? Yeah. Like that means a lot. Like a lot of people's first goal record is like featuring mm -hmm. some other artist that's like a big name. Yeah, like a named artist that they didn't even know. They just got on their song. You know, like mm -hmm. it's so cool that my first ones will be with the homies. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's I, I think that's what you know. I as much as I talk shit about Nashville, <laughs> it's I have to say that what's cool to watch with you is. All of the people you've grown up with. Yeah. Everybody. Bravo Gator. Chatty Bobby's back in the picture. Lex, Lex Top Chatty, Dollar. Lex, yep. Struggle. Fucking, you know, all the boys. Alexander King. Alexander David King. Yeah, everybody. Yep. D-Ray. Like, just everybody. You yep. guys have all grown up together and just done this together. Yeah. And stuck it out and stick by each other. Support what everybody stuck it does. Out, man. You know, so to me, it's just, I don't know, man. It's a special thing. Yeah. It's rare. It's very cool. It's so rare, too. It is such a rare thing. And to watch the new generation of, like, the Ryan Up Church. Not the new, I mean, but, I mean, even though he's he does bigger than me number-wise, like, him being younger and watching mm -hmm. his growth and watching you're like an og yeah so to, that's something else that's weird to me to have been here long enough to be like when i'm watching i'm an og in my city so when i'm watching weird. up church sign chase yeah and i'm like holy shit like i'm seeing generations it's of a this cycle now. yeah like i'm actually like you know what i mean yeah like, it's like watching your daughter turn 13 like us watching bailey turn 13 you're like holy shit like <laughs> no stop. you know what i mean like it's insane the yeah. cycle of it so it's like the same thing musically like to watch bobby mm -hmm. sign savannah mm -hmm. 
Like for me, that's insane. And to fucking crush it, knock it out the park and, like they have. I mean, completely, goddamn, hit a grand slam. We we were talking earlier today, and it was just like she's done this. They have done this all in less than like seven months. Oh yeah, no, for sure. It's been well less than a year. <sighs> fucking wild. For sure. It's crazy. No, Kevin okay, just figured it out and went fucking for it. Balls you know, to the wall. But to me, it's just like that's the evolution. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To watch that kind of shit happen is like. It's a dream scenario growing up here and everybody knowing each other. And it's just a little more special. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I tell people all the time that anytime struggle wins, I feel different because I remember babysitting Brianna and Little Will. Right. I remember when Innocence was born. Mm-hmm. She just turned 16. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I remember that, mm-hmm. like, vividly. You know what I mean? Like, I remember Chula being pregnant with Innocence. Mm. I remember Courtesy, me holding her as a baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember all of these. So, like, when that happens, it's like, man, I fucking, like, ben. fuck everything else. I know the kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, this is cool But for you the also kids. want them to win for the kids. For the kids. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, dude, I know the kids. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, like. I think of Bobby's mother when I think of Bobby. I think about how close Bobby was to his father. Mm. I remember the place in the house that his father would nap at. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember their house as a kid growing up. Like, I could paint that house in a picture right now for you. Yeah. So to see Bobby win is just, like, fucking crazy for me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, like, I really, like, when I see Don win, Don Green win, like, Mm. I know his mother. Yeah. Like I shot myself in the foot and she was a nurse and she helped fucking fix my foot. Like I've known. You can, know we, what I mean? can we get a little backstory on why you shot yourself in the foot? Well, it's quite a thing. And it's, I think it's Because I'm sure everybody's going to want to know now. <laughs> They're going to be like, wait, what? I Rewind. I myself at a 357 and I used to put it in the back of my jeans. Right. And one day it fell down the back of my jeans and on the way down the hammer <laughs> had came out first of all if you guys have ever seen how my husband wears his jeans why in the fuck would you put a loaded gun back there <laughs> he holds them up with like trash bags and shit like it's the craziest shit take me out of Antioch but you won't take Antioch who out of me. told you that was okay <laughs> I'm very 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 seldom guided back then God. but I put it in the hammer cocked and when it hit the ground it, it went off and it blew through the back of my ankle I got a big scar now man. oh my god it, it was in a real bad I couldn't walk right for years that's one of the reasons i'm i'm slew footed anyways but i'm double slew footed on that side <laughs> of the bad but anyways off. his mother was there you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, like don't sidetrack me from my story with what you uh this is you know i just i don't know i just look at all this and i just feel it it's such a it's just way more personal you yeah. know i've watched all of d-ray's kids grow up yeah you know what i mean like mm-hmm. his he's got two kids in college and one on the way and it's like I remember when they were all one on the fucking, way to college. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So we got two in college and one on the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just clarifying because okay, yeah. some people be like, "Oh, he's got one on the way." No, yeah, yeah. good point. Yeah, we came <laughs> off on yeah, one on the way to college. Well, you never know what he was. Yeah, him and Tara might be over there going. Well, in for Twenty it, years, yeah. they've been banging each other's backs out. I would, uh, but D Ray is, you know, it's like you just look at it. Just all of it just feels different when mm. you sit down with everybody because. It's not like I met your mother recently and like her. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I've known your mother a long fucking time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it just feels different, like, when you're talking to those kind of people and when you're doing business with those kind of people. and It's family. Able to work together. Lex is another one. We, Me and Gracie talked about it last time she said our video shoot. Gracie May, I was like, I think I met her at, like, her third birthday or something like that. Mm. You know, second birthday, fourth, third, third, fourth. One of, them, one of them really early, like, first memory birthday parties for yep. her. 
Gracie's 20-something now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like... you just Got her own house, shit. fucking got her own house, doing makeup and dude, shit. Like, makeup, it's crazy. Making music, writing songs, producing records. Yeah. And you're just like, fucking, there's no fucking way. You know what I mean? Yeah. But same thing when I see Brianna. Same thing when I see fucking... Brianna has a beautiful voice. I think Brianna's got one of the best voices mm-hmm. in town. She does. And that's like all country it's artists. It's different. Like, it's classic. It's, it's so really, signature. it's haunting. It makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. It's back to how music makes you feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Chachi agrees. Yeah. It's back to how music <laughs> makes you feel. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's just, Gracie has an incredible, Gracie's, she does. Gracie can write and Gracie's play guitar. One of the best guitar That's Alexander King's seen. daughter for everybody asking. Yep, 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 yep. Him and Fifi. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't know, it's just been cool to watch all that. Yeah. You know, the Studebakers. You've, you've known them you've seen them grow up now if dude you think about the, Fifi, the Fifi sent me a picture of um fucking so no the other uh, yeah Xander, Xander. <laughs> why did I could I not remember the name the other one the other one <laughs> the other one the bigger one the big uh, Studebaker and he's like a grown ass man <laughs> yeah for I'm sure. just like what the fuck happened nah, when I talked to him the last time he's like what's up honk I remember when you were just a little fluffy, little squish running around, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? Now he's a little skinny fellow like, what's up, Pops? Yeah, it's I'm just like, so crazy. Man. It's so it's weird. It's drop. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just cool, man. It's really cool. And I'm glad you see it because it's, it's something I'm proud of. Here, no, so. I think it's really cool. And that's one thing that I can say that sucks about my hometown is people that you grow up with, you know, besides the, the people that are in my circle that I've handpicked myself, they don't support you. Right. They literally don't get the, the better you do, the more they hate, you know, and that's something that Nashville, you guys just come around each other and just love each other and yeah. appreciate that even, somebody's even the doing guys something. Who got off the music like Chatty quit music for years, yep. you know, squints. Yeah. Just went on squints. to raise mm-hmm. his family, you know, and got away from the music game. But squints is always the first person to congratulate me via text. Every time something cool happens, Aww. you can just set your alarm to it. If I post something like we did a billion views on YouTube, squints, proud of you, Bubba. Quick. Quick money, yeah. Coy. Yeah, same oh yeah, he guy. hits me up on Facebook. All yeah, the time. you know what I mean, Lily. Yeah, all love of them, Lily. Yeah. Big advocates for you know what I'm saying. Lily's gonna be on the new album. Yeah, for sure. Putting Lily on there. Stoner's producing that one. You want to talk about Stone, going back to your roots, baby? baby Stone, Stone, baby Stone. <laughs> I just talked to him today. We're gonna try to cut verses Friday. But I love Stoner. I love the vibe that you guys have. Well, that's another one, dude. I mean, his oldest son was in a stroller mm-hmm. when I met them. Yeah. You know, and he's. I talk to his wife yeah, all the time. Yeah, they're, dude, they're sweethearts. So you sweet. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just watching him evolve. And his become, wife was one of the women that never judged me, like even she's from the such gate. A sweet woman. Like, too. and that, I've always loved that about her, and just yeah. I remembered that, you know, because yeah. when I came to Nashville, everyone's oh, like, "Oh, the whores in town." Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Lauren and Thomas are salt of the earth. Yeah, and just they're from good, good people. stock too, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've known them over a decade by a landslide mm-hmm. over a decade. I mean. You know, Thomas's dad's just a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. You know, Lauren's dad's a great guy. Like, I've met their whole family. Yeah, I've known them she for seems years. like a really good one. Oh, dude, they're so. just some really good stock, man. They're high school sweethearts. They're yeah. a great story. That's crazy. Yeah. How do they do it? I need the secrets. <laughs> I want everybody's secrets. Yeah, yeah oh, dude. They're, they're, they're cool as shit. They're, and they're, they're like us, though. They get each other. Speaking of marriage, we're getting ready to celebrate our fifth anniversary. Big five on the marriage going, books. Going into six Son? years. Yeah, you said you was only going to be with me five. No, we planned on three. 
No, that's what you planned. <laughs> I said five from day one. What are you talking about? I had to I, up your ante because you was like, I don't know, three years sounds good. You <laughs> sat me down the other day and had like an emergency press conference with me <laughs> to tell me that this is the longest relationship you've ever been in. I'm starting and to get I'm like, starting to get cold feet, you know. It was like I'm officially in uncharted territory. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I'm weird. I don't know what to do here. Yeah. <laughs> that's so what I was need trying to, to talk say. About this. Yeah. Uh, need to let you know this is now out of my wheelhouse. Yeah. I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. What no, it's saying? good because I'm communicating <laughs> with you. But, you know, I'm a player from the Himalayas. So the if I can. The <laughs> just came out. I heard a helicopter. It was instantly like the police. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I, you know, I just like to check in and see where your head's at. I want to yeah. make sure you're still in it because if you're not, I got to figure shit out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> We got to figure shit. We got to figure out what our next move is going to be. Because <laughs> if you're not, I got to figure shit out. Well, you know, you ain't got nothing to figure out. How about that? Well, it's been figured out. I just love you so much. I love you so you're much. my best friend. Um, so I have some questions oh, I'm going to ask you. People have been wanting to know a couple things. I'm I did always, this with Sav too. To answer some questions. No, no, no. Uh, okay. Actually, technically, we only have seven. I I'd like you to for do 15. Okay. I'd, like to answer, I'd like to answer some questions. This is why you never get invited on, because you always want me to fucking stay longer. Do y'all hear how she just admitted that I never get invited on? Y'all, can I have this clip, Mimi? Can I use this one for my TikTok? No, this ain't no hold on. No, no, no. This ain't no hold on. My husband is a podcast you hoe. Just he you, fucking oh, spreads his fat. seed everywhere. You know what we call that? <laughs> the backpedal <laughs> that right there right there i ain't seen you swim this summer but i bet you're doing a lot of backstroking listen. i tell you that listen much. all right that buddy right my husband goes on pedal. everybody and anybody if you want him on your podcast just hit him up he'll go on it no yeah, questions yeah. asked y'all see it boy she's swimming in the back <laughs> fucker <laughs> listen <laughs> listen i don't invite you on because i feel like i'm small chump change compared to all the ones what, you go on what now. was the front half of that again you don't do what uh you're always invited on <laughs> you are always invited oh, on okay. yeah. but you always try to keep yeah. me on like way beep, longer beep, yeah beep. all right back to the questions back to the questions do you feel like I'm you do you feel like you make jelly insecure based off of your explicit content? I've been getting this a lot lately because we are TikTok famous now. We're thanks, TikTokers. Thanks to your wife, because I put in a lot of work over there. Chachi deserves a bed. If he's gonna be in that corner, you need to get him a bed. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. I just looked over and Chachi's looking at me. <laughs> he's agreeing. He's agreeing. Go see your daddy. Go yeah. see daddy. Um, so now that we're on we're on a different platform where a lot of people who don't really who didn't really know us are finding us and it's been interesting to say the least. Bring on the fat jokes no. every time we're on Shit, TikTok. I'm a fucking gold digger. I've got too much That's plastic surgery. I'm fat. No, you wouldn't I have, be a gold digger if I had a six pack. You know I have too saying? much plastic surgery fuck it you know you name it i get it all all over there but uh the number one thing that people do ask me over there is like don't you feel like you should save this for your husband and i'm like my husband is the one who fucking pushes it out there like you know they don't understand the the agreement that he's so in love with this dog (laughs) (laughs) well the funny part is how you told him to come over and he listened yeah (laughs) him's love daddy hey buddy you love daddy yeah that's my boy so, no, I'm not. I don't, listen, here's the thing about that, right? 
I despise the judgment that you get, right? Of like, it's just a new era that we live in anyways. Mm -hmm. You know, like where a person can look at a person they know absolutely nothing about, see a still image, right? And a picture's worth a thousand words. Mm -hmm. But have a million words about that image, right? You know, it's just immediately, you know, just what's your husband think about this? Yeah. What do you, like, do y'all think I don't, First of all, do you think I'm that much of a fucking pushover that if I had a problem with right. it, we'd be together? Right. Is that the clown y'all think I am by the picture I posted? Right. That I'm the fucking kind of cornball that just be over here sad every night that his just wife simping. posts half naked pictures, just like, I wish she'd stop. I'd fucking leave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? But I was telling Sav that you were the one who like pushed me For to sure. start. When taking. I first got with you, we both had very minimal followings, mm -hmm. and I immediately was like, "Hey, man." you could really take over that kind of shit. Like mm -hmm. that's an area in which you can really exploit. And you were so G back then and what you were doing was like, you didn't like the publicity of anything. Mm -hmm. You were fucking extremely discreet mm -hmm. about everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was like, dude, this is like an avenue that's wide open for you. Mm -hmm. Like you're tripping not to be doing that. Like, you know, and especially like me knowing your backstory and how you use your sexuality as a means of healing. It to me is no different than, you know, it's like, hey, buddy. <laughs> it, to me, it's no different than if when people own that thing and turn it into something for them as a way of healing from anything, right? Right. It's like, I know it's totally different, but I was talking to a guy yesterday that wants me to speak at a Cali sober rehab. Mm -hmm. They're starting to actually put together rehab facilities where people are in there smoking weed to get off heroin. Wow. You know, buddy, where are you trying to go? Look at him. All right. <laughs> He's like, hello. Welcome back, you on? sexy motherfuckers. Okay, is this thing on? <laughs> but for me, it's like you use it as a means of, you know. Get pe but down. But people don't know that story. Get down. Get down. Chachi, get down. He's <laughs> like, him. well, I kind of can't. He's like, like <laughs> don't hurt yourself, buddy. Yeah, he knows he don't have an avenue that way. There you go. Oh, look at him. There we go. Okay. Okay. Thank you, buddy. No, I, I'm, it makes me so happy that you said that because it's like, I have always thought that to myself. Like, do you think my husband's a fucking punk? Like, right. he's not. Yeah. You know, like, if my husband... And secondly, do you think I'm not disrespectful of a bitch that right. I, if my husband wasn't cool... If daddy says no, it's no. Right. It doesn't matter if I want it or not. Yeah. To me, it's just Period. not even... I just can't believe that that would be a thought in somebody's mind. Yeah. Like, I respect the question, I guess. But yeah. it's like, dude, it's not even... Don't please don't mistake either one of us for being a disrespectful or b corny. Yeah, ever we would never be. Um, let's see. Hold on a second. Sorry, I I didn't look through these before. The other analogy would be if somebody looked at you like, don't you feel disrespectful that your husband's depressed and you're such a good wife? <laughs> oh no, bitch! I'm depressed with him. <laughs> it's like, well, no. I mean, that's how he works through his shit. Well, he writes sad songs and he's happy. But how is he happy in your marriage to write such a sad? Yeah, song? no, I have. It's I actually have had that. people say that to me, and yeah. I'm just like, I can't even wrap my brain around that thought process. So it's right. like, I just don't even. Yeah, it's just. But I mean, to yeah. me, it's the same kind of thing. Like, yo, man, that's how he works through his shit. Like, let the man work through his shit how he works through his shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, how do you counteract self-destructive tendencies? I'm learning. I would love to give some really poetic response but i am uh 
piece of clay right now. I think we're all learning. That is remolding myself. I am a sponge. I'm open for suggestions. Same. I can tell you one of the things that I try to do. Why are you waving at me, Mimi? Did it really? That's wild. That is wild. It's probably because we did back-to-back podcasts. It's all right. We still have these two, though. Yeah, that's all mine. Okay. Okay. I just see Mimi over there waving. I'm like, everything okay? <laughs> I was like, um... It's because we did two two-hour podcasts, so the camera's probably like, "What the hell?" I just think to me, it's about finding a way to one express yourself. I tell people immediately, find somebody to talk to, communicate, yeah. get it off your chest, don't live with it. You know, don't don't the, sit there and dwell in it. The worst thing you can do is hold in negative thoughts, you know, like or sit with them yourself. And um, what is he doing, man? Just fucking party over here or what? Yeah. <laughs> I can charge, dude. I think the worst thing you can do is keep. Um, stuff like that to yourself whenever i'm feeling really down i always go to you i'm like hey man i'm weird today don't i do that yeah oh yeah all the time i'm like i'm sorry i'm weird but i'm going through something right now either whether it be my vitamins are fucking me up or i'm coming off of vitamins or i'm just having a really low day and i think or krampus has showed up but you know what i think think i've gotten better around my period though you are used to be a just raging (laughs) fucking my husband had to sit me down one time because I have like PMDD and I'm self-diagnosed by the way everything is self-diagnosed <laughs> over here I like to think I'm a doctor yeah. but anyways fucking I was a fucking lunatic and finally Jay was like listen I love you but you have got to get a grip you yeah. know and I think communication like you said is key whenever yeah. you're going through something that's a crisis or even if you're just having a fucking bad day we're trying to get bailey to understand that you know right. like whenever bailey's having a bad day she'll tell me now she'll be like i just don't feel good today yeah it's all good yeah every day's not always rainbows and butterflies and hallmark cards and care bears and unicorn farts yeah what artists will you be touring with this year i'm still figuring it out yeah so i've been looking for support i've been talking to savannah trying to see what that works it's like i've been talking to a band called siler I want to bring somebody out with us. It's just such a dilemma when you're looking to grow a business. Right. It's so hard to figure out. And the internet era has changed that too, right? Because mm-hmm. you got artists who, you know, it's like, first first of all, let me tell you something about, let me, let me can I dive deep with this for a second? Because this is like something I think people don't know. Yeah. I don't care who you're opening up for. It's shit money. Right, always. It's just part of the game. Dude, I remember when we, you and I first got together, when you were opening up for Cypress Hill and yep. fucking doing that tour, you were getting like 150, 200 bucks a, month, a night. I think it was like three to 500. Was it? Which, which, which I think it was 500, but it was literally one of my highest paying opening. I think it was to date. Right. The most money I ever got paid to open up for an artist. Right. I remember but it was pennies. It I, was pennies. The you boys me. were getting like $80 a night. Like it was, For sure. That's yeah. what I meant. Like I mean, 50. It's like, yeah, it's like... I mean, dude, and this was like Cypress fucking Hill, their mm. 25th anniversary or 20th anniversary, whatever it was. Mm. I mean, this was a big fucking deal. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's not because of the artist mm-hmm. or the manager. It's just the nature of the business. It's a, in, in a way, you have to pay your dues. You have to. But the problem is, you're, you are like asking people, it, especially the way I tour weekends only, it's going to cost an artist yeah. thousands of dollars to come out and do the shows every weekend. Yeah. You know? Because you're not already out on the yeah. road. It's like, dude, I did two Yellow Wolf tours. Yeah, I remember those. For equal or less money than I got for the Cypress Hill tour. Yeah, that maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. You know, that was, that was it. It was a couple hundred bucks one time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
not that one. Man, Yellow was my boy. Like, yeah, it wasn't. He you guys was are like family. Yeah, he wasn't selling enough tickets to like Justify. shit on me. Then you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it wasn't like you know, and it's like it's his first big headline and tour too. Like this is my first big headline and tour. We're taking buses. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, too. You're, you're paying a big crew. Now you got to have an inner guy, a front of house guy. You got to have a lighting director. Like the bigger the show, the more shit it takes to make the show big. So there's so little money. People like touring's where artists make their money. You're full of fucking shit. Mm-mm. Unless they're selling out an arena, touring is not where mm-hmm. artists make money. Merch is where they Merch make their money. Merch is on tour, but where mm-hmm. they really make their money is just the ability to go connect with those people and build that brand and carry the music. Absolutely, over. and I think that's worth more than anything. It's, just it's to such be able a thing. to, yeah. So it's like connect with. Dude, your... I opened up for ICP once for a hundred dollars a night. Mm-hmm. No shit. This is how I divided the hundred bucks. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. I gave Highlight 25 bucks, okay? I gave the other dude that was driving and getting us around, a PJ, Psycho Jesus. You mm-hmm. met him down there mm-hmm. before. Yeah, before him was Big Kev. Sweet like 25, 30 bucks a night. Mm-hmm. I put 20 bucks in the gas tank, and we tried to find a hotel within a $40 budget. <laughs> and so many nights we slept in the van. Oh, I believe it. When I first got with you, your skin was crazy so many nights i slept in a van like Mm -hmm. that old white conversion van bertha you seen it i slept in the back of that van me dude hold on (laughs) we have to elaborate on bertha bertha was the shit (laughs) the first night i I met her hold on the first night i met jay don't disrespect bertha I'm not going to, I'm okay. going to tell the truth. Though you be nice. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> we're all in the green room, green room and he is just so proud of this van. And he is like, let's go out to the van and smoke. He's like trying to get everybody out to the van to smoke. And we're like, okay. That's where we smoked at was the van. Yeah. That was our spot. So <laughs> we go to this van and we walk up to it and he opens the fucking thing and i'm severely ocd he knows that now being with me but he opens this fucking door i go inside and i sit down and i'm literally looking around and i'm like this looked like a fucking trash can like there was fucking crumbs ashes fucking used condoms fucking it was just (laughs) crazy like just the filthiest (laughs) and it had like a mattress in it or something didn't it so the the third row of this old southern comfort van was a was a bench yeah two captains four captains chair and a bench yes and you could push the button and the bench would lay down yeah. Into a bed like a futon and it mm-hmm. would take up the what would be it would touch the back two <laughs> seats and the back would touch the back door so yes. you couldn't store nothing back there. When I tell you he was proud, he was proud. I had to get out of it. It yeah. gave me such anxiety I got out of it and We're went and sat in my that, car. Man. We lived in it for years, <laughs> dude. We, well, you gotta realize for us it wasn't even about being proud, it was comfort. Right. Like it was what we knew. Like, no, this but was that just goes to show how peace. far yeah. you've come. Oh, like, for sure. This was our it looked space like a, of peace. Like it was weird. I slept in the back of that. There was a tour one time we were talking about tonight. God rest his soul. Mm. Me, Big Mike, Scary mm. Larry, and Bob the Hippie. We were the four people on the tour. The four must That was it. Bob drove, Scary Soul merch. Big Mike was my DJ slash security because mm. Highlight was doing a, a shitty bang, a shitty, a shitty bang tour that I'd hooked up with him through uh, Anthony Martini. And we literally went and did his tour with Haystack. In the back of this van, it was the four of us, dude. Yeah. Like, I would just, the third row, I just kept down sleep. I just fucking sipped lean all night, <laughs> took Xanax and slept in the back of the That's van. That's how Jay and I bonded, just so you guys know. He used to always, like, I was dating one of the guys that he was 
on tour with and he i was watching them play and he would come up to me and be like hey you got a xanax yeah true story like, you got a xanax yeah and yep. i'd give him a xanax yep, and he, would, yep. he was just so sad yeah. <laughs> you were so sad yeah. i remember you just had the saddest eyes in the room <laughs> wouldn't talk to anybody you were so mean i yeah. was just like god well, i want him i was living in a van for <laughs> my days type a year. yeah i was like a pissed off homeless person yeah just fucking, fucking angry all the time yeah but that was said to say that it's like starting opening out is yeah. just a thing but it's also the internet has changed everything too because artists mm-hmm. are able to build careers mm-hmm. on the internet the other problem is artists haven't like savannah she's here so she's a great example she hasn't seen what she can do hard ticket wise yet right so fuck me Right, me to the side because that's my sister. Gladly. She were to submit for somebody else's tour. Yeah, but for me, it's like Savannah. Say she submits for. Let me pick a friend of mine that's just a random in the music business. Russell Dickerson, mm. great guy. You've right? naming all these people I've never heard of. Sweethearts, they're music guys. They're oh. country music guys. Okay. So, and she submits for his tour. And first thing the booking agent goes is, "Well, how many tickets have you sold?" And Savannah goes, "Well, I haven't sold. You know, I've done a few hundred tickets here in Florida. I've sold out a couple hometown shows." Did this, that, and the third. They're like, well, send us a market-by-market analysis. And Savannah's like, well, I don't got one yet. But I got fucking hundreds of thousands of subscribers on YouTube, tens of millions of views, millions and millions of streams. But the booking agent is still going to go, oh, that's cool. But has it provenly transferred into a hard ticket buy the paper, yeah. So it's like they're going to send her the most fucked-up offer ever, mm-hmm. even though she can go sell the fuck out of tickets. Yeah. Because they're like, prove it then. How about don't do this tour? Go do your own tour, sell the tickets, and then send us that, and we'll give it to you. And then where the little fucker is, she'll go out and sell three, 400 tickets a night, and then send it to them, and they'll be like, oh, well, we can't afford you. So just keep doing your own thing. The music business is so, so it's just fucked. it's just the nature of the beast, right? right. It's, just the, it's just how the fucking business works, and it's just, it's whack, but it's like, it's called building a hard ticket presence. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, we're doing it now like festivals. Mm-hmm. A couple of the festivals we didn't play this year that we played before, is because those festivals were like, look, man, pr- go prove to us what you can do in this market without the festival now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, game on, bitch. Yeah. Oh. Me, you know, well, look go, at me now. Yeah, well, let's look at see. me now. And hey, now when they call next year, now. then we get to go, well, we sold 5,000 tickets in that market by ourselves four months in advance. I want stage 10 p.m., stage one. Yeah, yeah I, I, want a, I want direct support for Slipknot that night mm-hmm. for X amount of dollars. It's mm-hmm. how it's supposed to work. So right. it's just building... Rapport. Yeah, it's just building the business. So, like, the same way that an artist, and I'm just using Savannah because she's our family and she's sitting here. Mm-hmm. The same way an artist like Savannah built her business on YouTube, it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Now she's got to go build a tour. Right. So she's got to be able to come back and go, okay, I did these hard tickets by myself. I also opened up a Jelly Roll tour. I opened up a Russell Dickerson tour. Then I did these tickets by myself. And they'll have a, a repertoire of what she's done. Yeah. It's, it's like a business. resume. It's like a musician's resume. It's For crazy. Sure. It's like I'm proud to say that I opened up for Twisted. I'm proud to say I opened up for Cypress Hill. I'm proud to say I opened up for Yellow Wolf. I'm ICP. proud to say I opened up for ICP. Mm. I'm proud to say I opened up for Mushroom Head. Mm. I'm proud to say I was a part of these tours. You know what I mean? Mm. And very, very little. I'm proud to say I opened up for Uncle Cracker. Mm. Very little money. But they all built towards what I can say now. You know what I mean? Yeah, so totally. It's just, and just now look at you fucking selling out. And listen, make no mistake. I say this all the time. I and mean, I know we got people that watch this. If Kid Rock calls me tomorrow and says, hey, man, I'm doing a show a tour next year. I want you to be my direct support act. I would say yes. 
And he'd go, well, hold on. Let my management call and tell you how much money it is. I'd say, I don't care. Right. I don't care. No, you would. I've, I've I'm definitely coming. witnessed you. Brantley Gilbert. Kid Rock and Brantley, y'all are the two. Either one of y'all holler at your boy, I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm there. I'm not, I'm not thinking twice about it. That's, there's a few other acts I can name, but I won't. They could call me right now, and I don't care the money. Yeah. Shine down. Yep. Wouldn't, ask, wouldn't ask for the money. If Zach Myers, a good friend of mine, called me right now and said, hey, man, I want to talk to you about that. What about motionless and white? I'd tell him, come fuck my wife. <laughs> i say, I'll do the yeah. tour if you drop that dick off. <laughs> that sledgehammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a great way to end it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love you, baby. Thank you so much you for so coming much, to this baby. podcast. Thank you. I thank you for making time for small fries like oh, me. Oh, <laughs> really? That's what I did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> rewind clip insert. You yeah. never get invited here. I love you so much. Why don't you tell everybody goodbye, and we'll see them next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Dumb Blonde with your host. Jelly Roll and my guest today, Bunny D Ford. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. Bye. <laughs>